everyone? Welcome back to the In the Round podcast. You got Matt and Tyler here hanging out. We're joined by another Tyler, one of our good buddies, a guy that we've gotten to know very well here in Music City. It's our good buddy, Tyler Chambers. Tyler, how the hell are you doing, bud? I'm doing great, guys. Thank you for having me. Dude, of course. It's, it's a pleasure to have you. And um, I remember when I first moved to town, there were, you notice who's playing, who's playing um, a lot of the rounds in town and like names that have like a buzz. And when I first moved here, late 2018, you were one of the first guys that I remember seeing, like, playing Revival and playing a lot of those rounds and stuff, so it's cool to fucking have you here, dude. dude. thank you so much, really, I appreciate that. <laughs> so you've been here, we were just talking, you've been here four years now, huh? Yeah, coming up on four years. Coming so. up on four years, and you're from South Georgia? South Georgia. Part of that crew where there's a lot of you Georgia boys up here making a lot of noise, and it's been that way yeah. for a while, but there's that crew of, like, yourself, um, Dylan Marlowe, Brian right. Fuller, like, that whole crew of... I mean, the Florida guys with Lee Langston and Bryce, yep. they're in that group, too. You guys got a pretty good little crew going here, huh? We do, man. I mean, I, you know, I met a lot of people when I first got up here. But, you know, you just learn who you like hanging out with. And normally those are the people you like to ride with also. Yeah. So, you know, you just. And all of y'all drive big trucks. And I got to say, <laughs> and I know this is kind of country boy bragging rights. I'm a New Yorker, so I'm, I'm still learning the whole country boy thing. But the you have one of the bigger trucks that I've seen. So congratulations on Thank that. You. you have a bigger truck than Andy Austin. I'll take that all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he hears that. <laughs> Hell yeah. So growing up in Georgia, you have, you're, you come from a farm background, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, we... Uh, so I, I lived in town with my parents, but we've always had a family farm growing up. My grandfather was the president of the George Cattlemen's Association for a long time. So we had a bunch of Angus cows. and Well, he was the first person actually to uh, bring bars on a cattle and raise them in the state of Georgia. So he did that. and then Really? Yeah, he was, man, he was something. Um, but yeah, he you know, bought a farm with his buddy Billy Crowder. He's got a really big poultry business now down there but yeah we just always had room to run and a place to work and you know that's sort of where it all started yes you're freaking the country life of south georgia where you're where you're doing the farm stuff and all that like that's that's freaking that's big because down there like there's a lot of guys that come from that farm background so for you what was that like moving from south georgia up here to nashville well man i I actually moved to Wyoming before. Oh, I moved really? Here. So you got yeah. even more country yeah. before you came <laughs> yeah. here. Shit. Yeah, I worked on like a dude ranch out there for about a year and learned. I mean, we had a hundred horses out there. So dang. Yeah, we. I did the whole cowboy thing out there before I moved I'm, to Nashville. I'm gonna have to get some tips from you because I just started dating a girl who lives in South Carolina and uh-huh. she's really big with the horse stuff like she works on a horse farm in clemson that's got like 50 horses and she turns them out and blankets them and feeds them and does all that and it's like 50 horses and she does it all by herself yes yeah, so i'm lot. learning I've, I've really no experience with horses so what what's what is it about horses for you dude like the cowboy they, life and they stuff. can just really wreck you if you aren't careful so like how, old, how old were you when you first got bucked off a horse the first time i rode a horse i got bucked off actually i was like or, like, actually rode a horse by myself that wasn't, like, on a lead rope. Yeah. We were at our farm, and I don't, I didn't know what I was doing. I was probably 13, you know, just cruising through the pasture. And I it hear just, it builds a lot of character when it you does, get man. off a horse. It does, like, It'll scare yeah. the shit out of you. Yeah. They're huge, man. They can kill you. Oh, there there are some big freaking horses. Yeah. Like, I've, I've learned that there are some massive ones that are like, they look like freaking moose. Like yeah. they're just fucking massive. And yeah. Stuff. Big old draft horses. And yeah. Stuff. Oh yeah. Like the Budweiser horses. Yeah. The freaking Clydesdales, yeah, dude. Yeah. They look all nice in the commercials, but they're, those are some big guys. You get they're normally the them. nicest ones though. Really? Yeah. They're okay. normally pretty, 
their temperament's pretty chill. That's cool. So how long were you at Wyoming before you moved out here? So I went, let's see, 2016, I was there for like, I guess, six months. And then 2018, I went back for two. So cumulatively, I, I always call it a year, but I guess like eight months or so. Okay. You know? What was the, were you out there when it was cold? Do you experience um, winter? I've, I've been out there during winter, like skiing and stuff, but we, I mean, we got snow and like, you know, probably some upper 20, lower 30 degree weather while was, I was out there. But what was that like coming from South Georgia where you're used to warm weather and you're going up and it's snowing and you're like, what the hell is this? Man, honestly, I didn't really get the really bad side of it. So it wasn't too bad. Okay. I mean, there were definitely mornings when we went to work where I was like, holy shit. Cause like, I can only imagine like somebody like Tyler, he's from South Alabama. <laughs> yeah, I'm from South yeah. Alabama and I, it's uh, cold. I moved to Nashville in 2013 and then, uh, Winter of 2015, I got sent to about 45 minutes southwest of Boston mm-hmm. in the very northeast oh northeast corner of uh, Connecticut, and it was the year they set the snow record. There was, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. There was a stump that's as tall as the table we're sitting at that I did not see until the last week I was there, April 27th. It's my birthday. Yeah. Literally, like, <laughs> that's how much snow oh, there shit. was. Yeah, yeah. I never really. I wasn't working in that kind of stuff. Honestly, yeah. the winters here in Nashville are way worse than anything I've ever experienced. Right, and even like some like you know people that I know that are like Northerners are like, yo, Nashville winters are a little bit more brutal than up north. Not with snow and stuff, but with right. how it's like a damp, dude. Cold. Oh. The humidity, dude. It dude. gets you all year long here. When it's cold, it gets you. When it's hot, it gets you. It, it hurts gets- my feelings, honestly, man. Yeah, like, walking down to Mumbrian and like oh. beginning of January. You come around the roundabout and there's just gust of wet wind. Oh, we used to take, last year about this time we were taking scooters down like whiskey jam and all. And like, <laughs> your hands would be frozen. Yeah, you're braver than I am. Yeah, I can't dude, do I, that. I've scooted from um, from Broadway to like out as far as like Belcourt Taps or even right. out to like Demumbrian in a snowstorm. I've done that where I'm just like fuck it, let's go. <laughs> and and dude, yeah, that that um. That uh, damp cold definitely does get you. Yeah. So when you first, when you moved to Nashville, what was your? Do you, is there a night like? Do you remember your first night that you don't remember? Like your first night where you went out with the boys? Oh, like you're, you end God. up at Red Door, you end up at Dude. Cookout. Dare I say a Waffle House at like three a.m. When you first moved here, was the Cookout even here yet? Yeah, it was here. Okay. So I know when I first moved here, it took like a couple of years for cookout to get oh, here. Oh shit! So you're an yeah. old timer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it was there. I really didn't start eating there until like the night started to get a little wilder. You know? Yeah, that's when like there was like spot. five or six. You know? Yeah. yeah. Let's go get cookout. Yeah. yeah. When you start when you start out at Whiskey Jam or Revival or one of those areas, and you just work your way around. But right. do you remember that that first night of? Being in a city Man. where it's a music, where it's a drinking town with a music problem. That's what a lot of people say about Nashville. Yeah. I remember, I don't know if it was the first time, but I, I lived on a farm in Dixon, which is about 30 miles west of here for yeah. about the first six months. And uh, I remember. I really didn't know anybody, man, but I would just go around and try to meet songwriters and buy people drinks and just try to get them to talk to me, honestly. And I remember one night I, I wasn't even with anybody, but I would. I ended up sleeping in my truck at the BMI parking lot. Oh shit! And it was cold. <laughs> yeah. It was cold. But yeah, that was the first. That's probably the first time I woke up and I was like, "All right, what the hell are you doing, man? Like, yeah. get your shit together." <laughs> yeah, because this is because it's a town where I mean, there's a lot of people. Once they get here, too, it's like one of your goals is to get to Nashville, and people kind of get complacent, get caught up in the partying life. Oh man, there's yeah, I know. 
there's plenty of people here that you know move for music and really you got to keep your head down because it's it's a fun place and there's yeah. you know there's women there's plenty yes. of, plenty of <laughs> drinks you know yeah. they're you know, easy to make friends here most people are nice you know but yeah you got to make sure that at least I try to make sure to keep my head down. And yeah. Oh, absolutely. I remember my, so I moved here. My first weekend here was Halloween weekend. Oh, good and Lord. And so I moved here right around that time. And All the you good outfits. Tyler, yeah. You can ask Tyler. There was a stretch. And I was working as a bouncer on Broadway. I was at Whiskey Row. Mm-hmm. So I'm bouncing on Broadway, working, doing that. And that stretch of when I first moved here up until like, I would say right about this time last yeah. year, we were just getting wild and we were going out. We would all be off on Sunday nights. Sunday nights were our Friday nights. Which we is were the best night on Broadway. Yeah. Wreak like, havoc. On we, would, we, would, we would close. We would, we would pop by, make our rounds, Whiskey Row, Aldean's. Sometimes you pop into, um, sometimes you pop, Kid Rocks wasn't even there yet. Right. No. But then you'd pop, you'd always end up at like the Wild Beaver or something. Then you'd end up on your yeah. scooters and go out to fucking Midtown and just go. But yeah, no, there's a lot to get caught up in Dude, here for yeah. sure. I mean, you can- <laughs> It's hard not to, man. Yeah. Wild Beaver Nights were the ones that got really shitty. Yeah, when you that can place be in, is yeah. fun. Oh, dude, oh, it's yeah. great. Now a lot more tourists go there and stuff, <sighs> and I don't work. We don't work downtown anymore, so we're not there as much as we used to be. But, um, but yes. Yeah, so now talking about the music stuff. So for you, when did music really start? Was it starting in Georgia? Did you get that cowboy influence going out doing the Do Ranch in Wyoming? Or yeah, dude, it was really. Um, I was listening to Dylan's podcast, y'all, Dylan Marlowe. Yeah, y'all did with him. And it's, I never knew that he didn't do music until later in his life also. But, yeah, I was uh, I was at school at Georgia Southern in Statesboro, actually where Dylan's Another from. Another state? Okay. Yeah. Another guy with Statesboro ties. Yep. There's a lot of y'all. There that is. Have there, that, there is, Have man. that Statesboro, whether, whether it's yourself, Dylan, Brian Fuller, right. Trey Landon's from yep. there, right? There's yep. a lot Coast of— Wendell. Yeah, there's a big tie. Everybody talks about Go Dogs with, with UGA, yeah. but Georgia Southern yeah, got, just as, yeah, got just as much of a country music tradition. So, so you're at Georgia Southern. Yeah, I was there, you know, trying— I showed up with a good GPA and uh, sort of flushed that down the what, toilet what real you, quick. What were you majoring in? I was uh, majoring in accounting. You weren't going to be an accountant? Yeah, man. That is the worst degree ever. <laughs> I didn't. I never really disliked it. I mean, it wasn't like something that I just never thought I wouldn't be able to grasp. I just knew I probably didn't want to do it. Well, you get a job with that degree. Right. That's the thing. If you don't want to go, if you want to do the nine to five thing. Right. Especially this time of year. Everybody's got to do, t- I don't know how to do my taxes. No way. Some, yeah. Pay somebody to do it for you. That's right. <laughs> Luckily, I figured it out because I had to take accounting because of, uh, I business was my right. major. So like I had to take accounting one and two and kind of figured that out. But yeah, I hated it. I barely passed. Yeah, it's, it's there. I mean, there there's like rules of, there's rules of accounting that, you know, sort of. Don't line up with normal math and yeah, things yeah. that you just have to. I, I was a communications major, so I'm completely yeah. away from numbers. <laughs> also and had all like that a shit. professor that was like, "This is all real simple. If you don't get this, you're an you're, idiot." Yeah, and you're like, "Well, this is a totally new rule book, and you're not really teaching us. You're just saying <laughs> yeah. this is what this, this is, is the, the numbers you should be getting. Figure it out." Right. That was our professor, and yeah, it was rough. So, so the only time I went to the library was for that class, right? The only time I read a book was for that class. Accounting, so so accounting. Um, so you move, so you start out doing that. What are you dipping, by the way? What do you got? Is it cool that I say you're dipping grizzly? What do you what do you dip grizzly? Grizzly straight. Okay, so I dip Copenhagen mint. I'm a big Uh big coat mint guy. We have Ethan Willis lives with it. You know what? His his dad he dips grizzly. Mm -hmm. Grizzly natural fine cut. 
Grizzly Natural Fine Cut. It's a wow. weird looking. It's the Welfare Bear Grizzly, which I like Grizzly. Grizzly Wintergreen's usually a dip that everybody starts out on. Get right, that yeah. big buzz. Be like, woo but, Grizz, but Grizzly Straight, that's a good dip right there. There you go. Packing, yeah. packing hammers and stuff. So, <laughs> so when did you make the switch from wanting to do... Be an accountant, be Tyler Chambers, the accountant, to Tyler Chambers, the country <laughs> singer, songwriter. Singer, songwriter. Uh, it was about the time I moved to Wyoming, man. I, I sort of got in some trouble in college, and my parents were like, all right, that's enough. And they made the right call, and I went home, and I was working on our farm and helping my buddy pick blueberries during the summer. I ran a crew, and was picking blueberries, and, you know, there's, I just, there was some stuff going on in my hometown, and people that I was affiliated with at the time. I was just like, man, I got to do something else. I'm freaking 20 years old. I got to get out of here. So I have two cousins that live in Colorado that did seasonal work out there, and they still live there now, actually. Um, So I knew it was sort of a thing that it was possible. So I just started looking up ranches in Colorado, in Montana, Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, and was completely unqualified for all every job that I applied for, you know. But ended up uh, getting a job at a place called Lost Creek Ranch and just packed up my stuff and rolled out and wasn't a whole lot of service out there. Um, Yeah. So I got a lot of time with my guitar. Didn't have a TV in my room or anything. And, you know, I was spending six hours a day on a horse in the most beautiful part of our country. And it was just really inspiring. It changed me completely as a person. And, uh, yeah, it led me to music and you know, I started playing a lot out there, and I'd written one song, and I played it for somebody. And they're like, "Damn, that's pretty good." It wasn't great, but you know, I was like, "Man, I really like that. That was fun. I want to do this again." So instead of going up to the cafeteria to eat lunch, I'd be in my room writing songs, and after work, I'd be doing the same thing. And it just one thing led to another. Um, then I there were some people out there from Dixon at the time and they were like what are you doing you know when you leave when you leave Wyoming so well I sort of thought about moving to Nashville but I, I don't I don't know and they're like well we got a place that you can stay we wouldn't mind at all blah 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 I was like well I will take you up on that so yeah be, that, that so kind car- of offer doesn't come around anymore. yeah so I was like be careful because I, I will take you up on that yeah. and they ended up being the best people ever Miss Miss Dana and Mr. Ed and uh yeah, so I got here, and I didn't even unpack my shit when I got to the house in Dixon. I was like, I got to go meet some people. So went down to Losers and just sat there by myself. Didn't know anybody at the time and just started buying beers. And Yeah. So did you have, like, any – You so you didn't know anybody here No, I didn't know a single person, though. Damn. See, I knew some people when I moved there. That's got to be, like, that feeling of just moving to a new place and not knowing anybody. I mean, that's like you, Todd. That's like yeah, you, I mean, like, love you for me. Like, I moved here for college. So, mm-hmm. you know, at least, like, I had a roommate that was very extroverted, very outgoing. Uh-huh. I'm not very outgoing and stuff, but he was. So, like, through him, I made friends. But, like, you know... Yeah, I would never like go to a bar and buy people drinks at so, all. Yeah, it was That's weird. Not me at all. It was so, weird. <laughs> but, but dude, like going to Winners and Losers at Red Door and like that circuit is so huge then for you to yeah. meet people because that's where all the writers hang out, right? So I had, yeah. So I had a buddy that lived here, but that didn't live here when I got here though. Okay. And I asked him, I was like, Hey, where do I need to get? Like, where do these people hang out? And they're like, Mid. And he said, Midtown. So Losers was my place for the longest time, and then I figured, found out about Revival. 
you know, yeah. and all the rounds and stuff. I was like, okay, I get this. And I was writing really shitty songs by myself at the time. And I was going, you know, just to every round possible and learning, okay, that's what I need to shoot for, you know. When did just, the idea of co-writing pop up for you? Because you're you're by yourself out in Wyoming, right? You're, it was weird, yeah. man. It's got to be a lot because writing writing is a huge. I'm I'm not a songwriter. I've never written a song in my life. I, there's plenty mm-hmm. of guys and girls that are great at doing that, like yourself and Boudreaux writes and Ethan writes. Everybody here fucking writes. I don't, but it seems like it's like an intimate kind of experience where you're you're putting a lot out there, yeah. Especially if you're writing by yeah. yourself in Wyoming. So for you to open up those ideas and share them with other people. In the creating process. It's intimidating when it, I mean, right at first it was, you know. I mean, I'd uh, ended up getting a meeting at Warner Chapel somehow. Damn. Right when I moved here, <laughs> and I wish I wouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish I, well, I mean, it was a learning experience, but it was a big old slice of humble pie going in there. And because I had like five or six songs to my name, and uh, well, I met with Will Overton up there, and he was like, you know, good, you know, that's cool stuff, I guess but you really should be co-writing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, right off the bat, I was like, co-writing? Like, this is my stuff. Why would I want to share this with anybody else? And he pretty much was like, look, if you want to do this, you're going to have to co-write. So I started booking some rights with people that I met at Losers and Tin Roof and all that stuff. Who, who were some of those people early on? Oh, man, you had to Cause it's crazy Because uh, it's crazy when you look back. Well, shoot, man. This probably was... This probably was like six months after we moved in here, but Ryan Nelson was one of the main oh, guys. Oh, fuck yeah. That's one and of our dudes. Yeah, that's my man. Yeah. I mean, we ride every Tuesday. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now, that's so. great. <laughs> um, him and, oh, crap. I'm trying to think of this girl's name. Oh, there's a girl I wrote with here. I can't, I can't remember her name to save the life of me. This is bad. Um, but yeah, there were, there were really just like two or three people that I was writing. Now, what was Ryan Nelson like? Four years ago when you first met him, because he is, as Ward at Whiskey Jam puts it, like if Whiskey Jam had a face, it would be Ryan Nelson's Ryan Nelson. face, like that, the energy, the grit, like he just writes the way that he writes and the way, like he's the energy in the room. He's yeah. the man. He uh, hasn't changed a bit, no? honestly. Yeah. yeah. Did he have the long hair back then? Yeah, he had long he had. See, I've never, I moved, by the time I moved here, he had already cut his right. hair. So I've never seen him with the long, like surfer hair. Yeah, it was, I think it was a good decision for him yeah. to cut it. <laughs> You know, I could never really picture him beforehand what he would yeah. look like without it, but I think yeah. he's sort of getting his image yeah. together now and figuring it out. But he was he was he was skeptical with writing with me because he had established himself already as a writer and you know, he'll he'll tell you he was like, Man, I really didn't wanna write with you that day and we ended up writing a really cool song and just hit it off because, I mean, he's a country boy at heart too, so Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, we had some beers and Yeah. Poked a little smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's that's the yeah, when we had when we had him on our episode, he put Dakota to sleep. Like Dakota, <laughs> Dakota, Dakota was partying with him, and and Dakota, who was doing video and photo work for us at the time, passed out on the couch at Tyler's old house. When we recorded that was a fun episode. If people want to go back and listen to that one, yeah, sure. that was a crazy one. I think <laughs> I listened to that. Yeah, because I, I was the only sober one in the room. Yeah, that day. I, I I went and worked at Whiskey Row after. The Ryan Nelson hang, yeah, and I was I checking know. IDs all night. It, the whole night was just kind of fuzzy, <laughs> for me. but we got through it. It was that a damn good episode. Right. So that was like four years ago, and a lot's happened for you now. You've been putting out music. Right. You're, you've played a whiskey jam. You're mm-hmm. you're you're on rounds like all the time, and you're one of those names in town that's really like when people think that that song that crew right now that's 
blowing up in Midtown. Your name's right in there. So those last couple of years, lots happened for you. Yeah, huh? man. It's just been boss to the wall, honestly. Just, I mean, I write twice a day. Damn. Five, or try and write twice a day, four days a week at That's least. That's a lot. So, yeah, just been trying to craft it and sharp, sharpen the edge until there's no denying it. Has the artist thing always been in the plan or was it more the writing thing? What's the story behind that? No, nah, man. I'd like to, I wish my parents could understand this because I try to explain it to them, but it's just like, okay. <laughs> but, you know, moving to town, all I wanted to do was write. I just loved the crafting experience and never what considered myself a vocalist, still don't. Um, but after a while, it just came to a point where I just loved these songs so much. You know, just certain ones. I was like, man, I really wish I could sing that. So I started to try and sing, and I've gotten better since. But uh, it's almost like I like anybody can go to a realtor and buy a house and can be the greatest house you've ever seen in your life. But not everybody can go buy a piece of land and put boards and nails, you know, in something and really make it their own. And I feel like songwriting for me on an artist standpoint is like that. That's a good way to put it. I've so, never heard it put like that. That's a really like true way to put it. Yeah, I mean, it really is. I mean, it's, it's, you're building your own craft. And, you know, I don't, I've, I'm actually cutting a song that I, I'm, I'm a writer on um, now just because I'm cutting it. Um, but I'm cutting a song this year that I didn't really have any part of writing just because I love the song who, so much. Who, who were the writers on that one? Nate Kenyon. Tyler Branch and another guy, I can't remember um, his name, but the song's called Leave the Lights On. Nice. And, uh, yeah. So, there's, I mean, there's definitely instances where, you know, you, you would drive by a house and you're like, holy shit, that's cool. Yeah. I want that. But uh, for the most part, you know, just being the one that crafts it and puts the material and when it comes from, you know, your heart, you just. The originality it so of it, right. like where, where it's yours, that's got to be, yeah, that's awesome. Right. Fuck yeah. I love I love that, dude. So now, talking about more Nashville stuff, are you in the hot chicken? Dude, I mean, I love chicken. I'm not a huge spicy guy. Ryan okay. Nelson is actually helping me with that, though. See, okay. I'm not a big spice guy myself, but, like, I can go do most of the milds. Right. So, I think yeah. Prince's and Bolton's are the two that I'm just like, you know what? That's Those, those just are, aren't for me. Those are the ones <laughs> yeah. that are in the neighborhood. They're in the hood, and you go in there, and they'll be like, oh, a white boy's coming in. We're going to spice up his <laughs> yeah. life a little bit. Exactly. Make, make that asshole hurt a little <laughs> bit later. Prince's is just hot. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care who that's, you are. That's what the diner uses, right? Yeah. Yeah. The last time I ate Prince's, I had to ask for a glass of milk. Like, <laughs> unashamedly, we'll say that. And it was mild. Big barbecue guy, I'm assuming. Yeah, barbecue. I love barbecue, man. Wits and Martin. So you're a Wits guy. Okay. Yeah, so. see, I'm not a Wits guy at all. I, I, could, I get that, though. Yeah. I, I get why people don't. I, like I love it. Martin's. As long as, I don't know, my one that I hate the most around here is Ed Lee's. Really? Yeah. I don't hate any of them. I actually, I mean, I yeah. don't have a problem with any of them. Yeah, now, I don't know, just was, at least consistency isn't there for me. Really? Yeah. If we're, when we're in Statesboro, Georgia, which is I think is going to be happening in the next month, I think or, it's March or March, April. March or April, where do we got to go to eat in Statesboro, Georgia? What's South Georgia food like? What's What's big with oh, you guys? I know peanuts. Man. You guys have peanut farms and all that shit. Right, yeah, like Brian you gotta have some bold peanuts, man. Is bold that what peanuts. He, did yeah. he talk about that? Bold uh, peanuts. I don't think he did. No, dude. I've never had boiled peanuts. I've never done the peanuts in the in the bottle of Coke thing either. I've never done that. That's I mean, that's sort of hit or miss down there, yeah. I think. That's sort of like 
Some people down so there like boiled, french fries and ice cream. Okay. What <laughs> yeah. do you, what do, so boiled peanuts, is that just something you get at like a the, gas station? Yeah, like, normally they're, they're, they'll be at a gas station, but if you can find somebody selling on the side of the road. Those are the good ones. Yeah, go see him. Yeah. Go see him. He okay. knows what he's doing. Our church used to do like a big peanut boil every year. It's like a fundraiser type thing. They're delicious. They're amazing. Scrumptious. Yeah. Especially with an old guy. Yeah. When, we're, when, yeah. we're, when we're out on the road and me, me being the damn Yankee, they love uh, the boys love and Tyler <laughs> love doing this to They introduced me to random shit. And this year we're going to fucking Louisiana. We're oh, going, we've been at the tech. I've we, already started first, a list. Our Hell first yeah. time in Mississippi, we pulled into a gas station and bum fuck <laughs> nowhere. Nowhere. And we walk in there and I'm like, ooh, chicken gizzards. What are those? <laughs> ooh, like, dude, those are great. Yeah. Those are great. You got to get them. Charlie and Gary are like, yeah, dude, those are good. Like, we, those, those are like a southern thing and so matt gets them but matt's the first person in line to order so we let matt get them then we're all like yo we'll take chicken tenders so we're sitting in the nuggets. van with the door open and the ladies from the gas station are like peeking through the window to like watch them eat it themselves too i've got i've got my new york yankees fitted flat bill on like uh, yeah. they know that i'm the damn yankee and i'm in mississippi and i, I always get the you ain't from around here are oh, you yeah. boy yeah i get that all the time but chicken gizzards were something but boiled peanuts i'm gonna have to try i've been eating should, a lot of crawfish man. lately oh heck crawfish yeah. is freaking good shrimp what's well, something else have we got you on lately his big thing is gas station pizza. Oh, gas oh, yeah. station pizza. Oh, yeah. Which, Hunt's Brother from, for, what is it called? Hunt, see, Hunt's I, don't Brother. Like, I don't like Hunt Brothers or Hunt's Brother, whatever the hell it is. I oh, like yeah. Godfather. Yeah, Godfather's been the one that yeah, I've Yeah, that's like a really. truck stop, like Midwest truck stop. Casey's thing. Okay. is good, too, but me Kate, being yeah. from New York, we got pizza places. Like, y'all got barbecue Yeah, that's there. true. Yeah. I grew up with 15 pizza places in my damn yeah. hometown. They're all freaking good. So I was like, why would I get pizza at a gas station? And then, <laughs> sure enough, we're on, a, we're on we're heading out to somewhere, Bumblefuck, Arkansas. I'm starving. I'm a little hazy. Been hanging out in the back of the van doing my thing. And it's like 3 a.m. We roll in there. I'm like, ooh, pizza. And they're like, get it, man. Get it. And I tried it and haven't looked back since. Dude, gas I love gas station pizza. So for you, do you do a lot? Have you started doing a lot with shows and like going out on the road and doing that? Yeah, but, dude, I've been trying to book stuff lately. Um, that's the hardest part, man. I just need somebody to kind of get me on the road with yeah. them, honestly. Okay. Um, been Drew Baldridge and I have been talking about it a little bit. He does a bunch of stuff in the Midwest. He, he's a good fucking dude. I met him when I was doing the radio stuff uh-huh. up in Jersey, and there was a club I used to help out at. Help out at. It was called Maxwell's Tavern, little tiny room in Hoboken, New Jersey, where maybe you fit 150 people comfortably. Mm-hmm. They try to put 300 in there. It was like one of those old rock clubs where like Nirvana and those guys would play. But Drew used to come in and play all the time. What a good dude! How'd you how'd you get connected with him? Uh, Lanny Wilson. Okay. Introduced me to him. Um, but yeah, he's been like a big brother to me ever since. Yeah. Just, you know, guide in hand. And we bounce music off of each other all the time, and we write a shit ton now. Yeah. So hopefully going to have some songs with his this year. Oh, that'd be great. So for yeah. you as a writer, do you have any cuts that are out there? Yeah, man. Um, I got three. I got two Trey Team songs, three Bryce Malden songs, a Noah Hicks cut. Which, which Justin Dukes? Which, which one with Noah? Uh, what's uh? It ain't me. I fucking love that song. <laughs> that is one where I'm, I, and especially the way that Noah Noah sings. It Noah's, ain't me. He sings so fucking country. Oh yeah, he, that, he's just a little crazy bastard. He is. And I'm happy he's here. So when did you when did you meet him? Because that song's been out for a little while. So I met him the day we wrote that song. Him and Dylan Dylan Mar- Marlowe wrote his first single, um, "Raised on the Radio." Yeah. And 
from then on out, he was hooked just like the rest of us. And he came up here, and I wasn't even supposed to write the song with him that day. I just was there, and they're like, hey, if you want to, you know, hop on, we can. And that seems to happen quite a bit it where, does. where people are, where you're just hanging out with your buddies and they have a right and they're like, hey, you want to get in? Yeah, sure. For sure. Yeah. That's awesome. All you freaking Georgia boys, I'm telling you. Yeah. Like you got like there there really is. And and it's crazy because you look back on it where you've got guys like Aldine and you've got the Peach Pickers and right. you've got Brantley and Cole and just like the the list goes on and on and on. And right. it's like you guys right now are the next ones to pick up the torch. I hope so. What's it like growing up in Georgia with all them? And, and you said the, what's crazy is like you picked up music when you were in Wyoming. Right. So for you growing up, were you big in, was country a big influence for oh, you? Like yeah, country music dude. and stuff? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was, the, I'm still the biggest Jason Aldean fan. I mean, you Fav- get, Favorite album? Wide Open. Okay. Yeah, that's that's one of that's one of my favorites too. There was yeah. something that, and again, I love the stuff that he's putting out now. He's still crushing it. It's, yeah, but it's not the same. Yeah, it's like, not the same. There's no. pre and post my kind of party for sure. There's pre and post my kind <laughs> of party. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, him and Brantley, obviously. Well, yeah, since you said that, Brantley was one of my biggest influences. Also, just his songwriting was yeah out of this world and yeah heartfelt and stuff. So yeah, and and it's but it's just crazy. Yeah, everybody comes from Georgia. And then right. there's the Carolina guys that are starting yeah, to come in. Yeah, for sure. Which you got guys like like Andy coming in there. Yep. You got, of course, Luke. You've got Eric. on the yeah Eric. You've got on the writing side guys like guys that are coming up now, like Jacob Lutz and those yep. dudes. And then you've got guys like Taylor Phillips who have been here for a minute that yep. are writing and and the Rice brothers and guys that are coming from the Carolinas. So right, it's cool, dude. And yeah. me being a New Yorker, it's just cool to soak it all up and see how it all. How it all goes on. It's a lot of politicking. There is a lot of that shit that goes on. That's something that drives me nuts. Is it, there is, yeah. is getting to getting to know people. But what seems to be cool about this kind of group that's coming up now, it seems like it's a lot of buddies that are writing with buddies. It and is. Whether it's guys or girls or whatever, you're putting out music with your friends, and now it's like the label side of things. It's starting to shift. Yep. And it's not hard to get your music out there. No, it's very and easy. Good music's going to make it to a listener. Exactly. So, which makes it a lot better for, for y'all out there that are putting right. out real shit. Like Ryan Nelson, I'll put, for example, his music. I fucking, it's I, unbelievable. I, I love it. And it's live show is great. And it's like, it's not necessarily traditional radio friendly, but people are still finding it. And there's right. people in Buffalo, New York that have him come up and play a show. He's yep. a kid from Florida. What the fuck's he doing in Buffalo? Right. He's it's so cool. He's the whole package. I hope, I pray that, you know, his career works out. Yeah. He deserves it. He's a great songwriter, great performer. He just needs somebody to slap him on the ass and be like, all right. <laughs> come know, on. Come on now. <laughs> Absolutely. So It's so, 11 yeah. o'clock. We got to wake up. We know you had a long night. <laughs> hey, I got to do that here with my guys. So yeah. trust me, I, I, I understand just, We just had a month off. And then literally for me, I got into a habit of, Going to bed at four or five a.m., oh. maybe even six a.m., and waking up at you know one, two, three o'clock in the afternoon. But like I was also working night shift It'll do at it a bar, you. so I was, wasn't getting off till three a.m. Right, usually. that's understandable. Yeah, but still, it got to the point where it went from one night a week to now it's every night. And then this last, I think, five days, I've had to be up almost at like seven a.m. every morning. It's been a been a rough change, yeah, but I it's bet. happened. So now, <laughs> so now for you, have you had? Gigs where you've had to work in town that are non-music related, that I've had to work. Yeah, like jobs in. Nashville oh yeah, and stuff. yeah, for sure. I drove the 
John Deere tractor on Broadway for two oh, years. So that, and I'm about to start Ch- doing with, it again this with, uh, weekend. With Chad, right? Yep. Chad does that, which we've had Chad on the show, yep. on the podcast too. And another awesome, awesome guy. Oh, yeah. Another guy that's a rancher too, huh? Yep. Yep. Florida rancher, Homestead, Florida. Which who would have, that's way south, right? God almighty, it's way down there, dude. Have you been down there before? Yeah, I, I, we, uh, I drove down to Key West in 2017 from Nashville, which was a horrible idea. The how, worst. Long, how long of a drive is that? Because you're getting oh, all the traffic see, and all like, the bullshit with that, too. at least 18 hours, Yeah, right? it, was close, it was close to 20 hours, yeah. I think. And Jeez. We used to have to go down to a camp. I toured in the Christian world with a band, and we used to go to a summer camp down in Lake Placid. Yeah. Which is, like, southern, like, it's basically like if you take Miami and go west to the center of the state. Gotcha. Okay. And, yeah, it was. It's a long haul. Yeah, especially, well, at least where you do this by yourself. I had a buddy with me. Yeah, like you and a buddy, like it's it's doable, but we had seven people in a bus, so, you know, nobody's <laughs> bladders can ever sink up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I bet not. I, did, I never would have thought of that. Yeah, but so so you've done the, the tractor thing, but, like, have you been able to – have you had to, like, work on Broadway and, like, do that circuit at all? No, no. I w- I'm just now getting to the point where I'm I, – I don't like singing for four hours. I barely no. can. I mean, yeah. I, I can pull two – pretty easily but anything after that man like andy austin he has no problem doing it he's just got the voice of an angel can wake up at 3 a.m and like hey sing this song and he'll sing it perfect but i'm not one of those people that's blessed with you know that kind of vocal but it's it's something that can help with the vocal but it's something that can build yeah can build it up but there's but there's something too where people were were like if you become like a broadway guy or girl you People get stuck there. Mm-hmm. There's that. There's that stigma that comes with yep. it too, where you got to yeah. kind of be careful. It's crazy how this town works. Isn't it, it is, man. It's like a freaking Rubik's cube. Yeah, and it's like we're in our own little bubble with what's going on with the rest of the world. Yep. Like nobody whether it's politics or this or that. I can't even keep. Like only thing I keep really track of outside of here is, is Yankees baseball. And right. That's about it, and that's even hard to do. I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you a big sports guy? I used to be before before I moved to Wyoming. I was I played soccer and football and baseball. And when I moved out there, and I really didn't keep up with it because I was on a horse all the time. Yeah, and doing music. But I mean, I'm a I love UGA sports. And, yeah, you know, I could say I'm definitely a Braves fan. Um, yep. <laughs> That's what Boudreaux yeah, is yeah, too. too. Oh, yeah. Boudreaux and Andy always gives me shit too. Like the Braves will make the littlest big move, like the littlest move, and Andy will be like, "Oh, they're going to be good this year. Yep. Oh, they're going to be good." Yep. I'm like, "They ain't going to be as good as Garrett Cole and my Yankees this year, man." We got if we don't <laughs> win the World Series, it's going to be bad. Three hundred plus million dollars yeah. to be that good either, yeah, though. Yeah, right no, there, no, you no. go. Yeah, they got yeah. the biggest budget. Yeah, U- UGA football. How, how do you think they're going to do? You follow them that closely, where you know how they'll, how they'll be next year. Or, I, mean, I think I think they'll, they'll do good, man. I mean. You know, Kirby's done a good job. Um, Y'all just can't beat the teams you need to beat to make it to the final. We've been really good every been, year since Kirby. Yeah, but been really there's close. always been a team that's just freaking great. Whether it's Bama or, or LSU. LSU. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. I mean, those those two teams. One like, year it was Kentucky. Yeah, one yeah, year it was yep, Kentucky. Yep. One year they were freaking great. That's right. They had – who was I think his name? I think it was like Jared Allen. No, not Jared Allen. They had the the. It was Allen. It was Allen. Yeah, the yeah. defensive end or whatever. They also had a good quarterback that year. That yeah. was, but they had a solid defense. Yeah, which was what kept them. Yeah, but Georgia football is a big deal, huh? It is. Athens, man. what a fucking city. Yeah, my whole every single person on my dad's side of the family went to school there. Okay. Oh, yeah, he's got 
brother and two sisters. Well, I guess one of his sisters went to uh, the University of Florida, but his brother and sister. So and what, then, what's that dynamic like? Because uh, that's crazy. a rivalry. Yeah, it's world's, crazy. Largest, yeah, world's yeah. largest cocktail party, right? Yeah, they were always talking shit, you know. <laughs> but Being from Alabama, I've got uh, two cousins. One went to Alabama and one went to Auburn. Mm-hmm. And uh, they always talk shit. Yeah. The guy from Alabama told the one from Auburn, he's like, now that you graduated Auburn, you can maybe pass the entrance exam to Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah. sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. The f- college football down here is fucking serious. It's awesome. Man. It's na- yeah, it's great. And I've I haven't been able to get to like an SEC game day yet, Dude, but I want to. And to, Athens man. is one of my favorite college towns. We've yeah. had because we get to go to all those, and we've we've been to the Georgia Theater, and uh-huh. what a mecca that is. Yeah, for, for all you Georgia boys and girls like that come up doing music. Everybody, honestly, anybody wanting to do music like the Georgia Theater. That's, and I, th- I that's think a goal, yeah. I, yeah, that's I had it. the fucking shirt yeah, on. Yeah, right right there. Yeah. I didn't fucking realize yeah. it. Look at you go. <laughs> yeah, that's where you want to play. Have you been there for a show before? Yeah, I've been there for a couple shows. Yeah. Do you remember so playing them or, or no, seeing people? Shit, I wish more. I saw Morgan Wallen there once. Somebody else a long time ago. I can't remember, but the Morgan Wallen show was great. Yeah, and that crowd, and then people get you leave that show, and you can either go upstairs and party up there, right. or there's just bars everywhere. Yep. Athens, Georgia, is just a time. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a beast of its own. It's like lot, Broadway here. Yeah, lot of lot of lot of beautiful women. Them Georgia peaches, yep. very real. I yep. can see why a lot of you guys <laughs> like like st- like to try to stay in Georgia for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and it's just a fun college town. It is, man. And there's a lot. The SEC's got a lot of those cool college towns and stuff. So. They do. So for you, is that is that a market you're trying to get into? Is playing those college bars and kind of growing and doing that? Honestly, I feel like uh, if I would have started earlier when I was in college, that would have been ideal. I mean, I'll take anything I can get right now, obviously. But um, with the Peach Tree guys, they sort of have a monopoly on that. So yeah. just if I could get my foot in the door with them, that'd yeah. be great. And I would. You yeah. Know? But just taking all the, all the bones people throw me. Yeah. Yeah, so for 2020 now, so you put out some music in 2019, big year writing, a lot mm-hmm. of growth and all that. What's 2020 got for you? What do Dude, you got in store? I actually just got a mix back on the way over here from my buddy Nick Gibbons. He's producing four songs. Oh, no shit. Me. I yeah. know Nick. Yeah, that's he's who, awesome. I think, that, I think that's who Ethan Yeah, That's he, Ruckus, yep, right? Yep, Ruckus. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a good spot to record. They know they know what they're doing They do, there. man. They do. They, they've helped me out a lot. I actually... Put my first song out last year, and it was "Kiss Me Like That." Yep. And they did a raffle at the Ruckus Room that you entered on uh, Instagram, and they pulled a name out of the hat to, or for a free song recording, and I won it. And so they did a song for me for free, and I probably never would have gone in and recorded stuff on my own if I wouldn't have done that. So yeah, everything happens for a reason. I think so, man. Hell yeah! Yeah, it was cool shit. So, so you got so you got the mix back today. Yeah, so I got a mix. More music coming out for sure, man. I'm, my goal is six or eight songs this year. Shit. Yep. Okay. So I'm just gonna try and flood it, and hopefully, you know, get a publishing deal out of it, and you know, everything past that, just you know, stepping stones, and yeah, you know. Just grind, yeah, man. Keep doing your yeah. thing here in town and yeah. hopefully get out of town, dude. And, right. do, and get out and do this live show. Cause I've seen you play, but I've seen you play out before, dude. Like you can do this thing. You're, Thank fucking, you. you're good at what you do and stuff, man. I appreciate it's, that. Um, what do you got that phone out there for, Bujo? Is it Twitter time? Well, first off, do you have a Twitter? <laughs> I do. 
What's what's your name? It's um. So this is always a fun. I think so, it's Ty underscore Chambers. So okay. Boudreaux is a Twitter troll. Okay, and he's got like four or five aliases where he goes around, and usually <laughs> it's Ohio State football. He got one account banned for going after Old Town Road. He goes after stuff. So we, he likes to read people's tweets on there. So Modern. we've done it with a few. We've done it with a few people, and and like fun, we'll find some funny ones. Yeah, like the Jody Chapel ridiculous. episode is notorious for that. The drunk tweets can sometimes be really funny. And then you've got some where it's just people use it for music promotion and stuff. Is right. there a certain social media that you've noticed like is the biggest one for you with getting music out there and stuff? Definitely Instagram. Instagram? Man, yeah. yeah. That seems to be the consensus. Yeah. Like Instagram just for sharing and stories and for men- sure. those mentions are fucking huge when people yeah. are watching you watch you play and then you get the stuff you can put the tags Repost out there and stuff. And, yeah. yeah. Oh that's huge. Yeah it's very helpful. That's it. Cool. All right, what do we got? What do we got there, Boudreaux? Here we go. this, this is a different one. Tomatoes, potatoes, same thing. <laughs> Somebody said that on TV while I was watching it. I thought it was the funniest <laughs> shit. I was like, what, a, what an idiot. <laughs> I think that was during the McGregor fight. Are you you big you big UFC guy? Not necessarily. But if but it's a big I, event, yeah, you'll watch yeah, it with your buddies, have a couple sure. beers. Yeah. Um. What do you got? You know what they say about a horse that shits quick? <laughs> What's that? He don't shit long. <laughs> that was a good okay. one. That is a good one. <laughs> that sounds like a wheel. That sounds like a wheel. wheel walker walker lyric right there. Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're pretty active on here, huh? I just most of the time it's when I've had a couple drinks. Yeah, just oh, yeah. fuck it. Just drive. that's just, what Tyler does. Tyler, yeah. I'm one of the troll accounts, which we'll we'll show you one of those troll accounts. He goes after people. It's really bad. it's pretty great. <laughs> it's the one that I can tweet all the stuff I don't want to tweet from my personal. Dude, come one. at me with it. I would love. To, oh, I would I, love to get a word. He's been he's been asking great. a few of our guests before. Good deal. Yeah, I think I actually tweeted. I I think I actually created a. Uh, to go after a certain tweet that somebody yeah, tweeted yeah, yeah. at. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. just like, all right, well. Yeah. The, yeah. And he's gone into it with the Ohio State like Football Boosters Association because oh, he loves to go yeah. after Big Ten football, oh, being an SEC one. guy. I got a GPA for self. Anybody's interested. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> What's that, yeah, What's that, that GPA? That. Are we we talking good? Or are we talking like through? Is it higher than the BAC? No. No. No, damn that that's a that's definitely a common answer here, yeah. here in Nashville. <laughs> so twenty twenty music, yeah, man. lots of writing. Um, where can people go to find find all the updates on all this stuff? Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Um, I have a song coming out called uh, "City Limits" in the next couple months. So. That one's really cool. Where can people find you on Instagram and Facebook? Uh, and all Tyler, that Tyler Chambers Music. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. No, you're good. My bad. You're good. Um, but hell yeah, dude. And um, we always um, we always wrap this thing up with our guests playing uh, playing a song for us. Which song do you want to play for us tonight? I'll play a song uh, called Dirt Road. Dirt Road? So what's the story behind that one? Ah, so I wrote this song with Lainey Wilson and Ethan Baumgartner like Damn. two years ago. Okay. And we sort of, we half-ass wrote it kind of. And the title of the song, Dirt Road, is Dirt R-O-D-E, so not like Dirt ah, Road. Ah, okay. And uh, Ethan and I were writing with Noah Hicks one day, and Ethan and I were just like, man, what? we should just rewrite that Dirt Road song and do it right. And we did, and I ended up cutting it, so it's going to come out this year. Congrats, dude. Thank you, man. Hell yeah. yeah. And I think I've heard Noah 
play this probably yeah at our at our um, at our writers' round. Which, by the way, thank you for supporting what we do with our writers' Dude, y'all are and killing stuff. it, man. We're trying, man. And, we, and we've got you. We're recording this here in February. We've got you on. February 11th, which that lineup, by the way, I'll show it's you, sick. I'll show you the full lineup because mm-hmm. it's gotten even bigger. Oh, really? And yeah. We've added a few names to it. Yeah. Um, it's actually going to be Tyler, our Boudreaux. It's going to be, so his birthday's on the 10th. So we're calling it the <laughs> Boudreaux <laughs> Bash. Boudreaux B-Day Bash. Yeah. He drinks Moscow Mules like, like anybody can. Hell yeah. And so we're going to be doing a mule special and doing all kinds of stuff for that. But thank you for coming, for doing our are those rounds because of we've, course, man. We've, we've only done like 12 of them and they seem to be Y'all getting had a great big, turnout, man. bro. That's what I'm, I'm like, like. What the hell? How just, is this happening? I've been, I mean, I'm not like a freaking old wise man or anything, but yeah. most of the people that, Start riders rounds and stuff do not have the type of success that y'all no, have had. The way that we want it to be, we we're we're buddies with all you guys and girls right. that do this here in Music City. And yep. We just want it to be a big hang. You you yeah, play sure. you, you play the seven o'clock stop. Maybe you want to stick around, watch the eight and nine, have a couple right. drinks, maybe meet somebody you can co-write with. That's like, right. It's, just chill. It just wants to be. And then we usually end up going down the red door just like yep. everybody else. That's and right. We're right there partying with everybody else. It ain't superficial or any kind or, of politics or anything. Even the better thing that I think Dumbarine has is Hot dogs. Little Chicago. Oh, you a little Chicago guy? Yeah, man. Saves lives. Little man. Chicago mm-hmm. has saved our lives many times. There's been times where Tyler has woken up places and just happened to have a pizza next to him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really right. woken up in bed cuddling a pizza from yeah. Little Chicago. Yeah, or, or I, I used yeah. to have their phone number for I knew the schedule for the guys that were there and would text the guy that's working because I would like hang out with what's them. the guy's name Habib or something I forget what I think it's Habib yeah but I yeah, was that's, I, uh, yeah. I would be hanging out with a friend right there at Rhythm uh-huh. and we'd get drunk and I would text me like hey I want a pie and be like <laughs> alright and they would text me hey it's ready and I would just stumble down there go get it and stumble back and Eat a pizza. That's freaking great. Yeah, little, man. little Chicago is is a big big late night spot, oh, man. Yeah. But but again, thank you for coming yeah, in, and hanging out with us, and thank you for supporting what we do with the rounds. For and sure, we're hoping man. to keep them going. And um, it's been great having you here on the podcast, thank dude. Yeah, thank y'all. Good fucking dude. It's great to Hell have you. Too, man. I appreciate Boudreaux, you another really. another one in the books, bud, huh? Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Well, where can people go to find all of our podcast stuff there, Boudreaux? So we now have a Twitter. We do have a Twitter. Okay. Yeah. We right. do have a Twitter. So now you you can maybe go, af- go after us I'll, if yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah. I might. Yeah. It might get interesting some nights. That's fine. Oh, we'll when, see. Tyler, when Tyler gets those mules, when Boudreaux gets those mules, <laughs> I got two fucking Tyler. I've done that before where I've tweeted something from... My actual account that I meant to tweet from the burner account. <laughs> and somebody will text me like, really? really I'm like, oh, oops. well, oops. <laughs> but yeah, so what's what's the handle so, there? So uh, at in the round pod. Okay. Uh, all capital for the first letter of the words. Um, then when they can find us in the round podcast on Facebook, Instagram. And uh, we're working on getting a website up. So Yeah, we're working on building the website. Do yeah. we're, it's funny. Jacob, just, yeah. our uh, yeah. redneck, our, is yeah. somewhere. Yeah, we've got yeah, we've got one of our buddies. He lives down. Where the hell does he live down? Is it Mount Pleasant? He's yeah. somewhere in Bumblefuck. Yeah. I call it Bumblefuck, by the way. I know That's the funny. term is bumfuck. I say Bumblefuck, whatever reason. <laughs> he's but, got uh, but, the dating app on his yeah. mind. <laughs> Jake, Jacob, he's, he's country. He's like owns four trucks and like trades them out once a month. Oh, to, yeah. Swaps them out with one other of, people for their. His first like encounters with really like redneck stuff was he went with Jacob to somewhere in like East Tennessee, Center- Centerville. I don't know. Really. Yeah, yeah, out west, it's west, west of Dixon. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, he went out there and 
it was like raining that day and pulled apart off a car, like we, in the mud Jacob on a put, hill. Jacob like, put his coveralls on, climbed underneath. We had to prop up like an 87 Dodge in this junkyard, had to pop it up. And then it started pouring rain. It took like two hours because he didn't oh have the right gosh. tool. Then he had to go and barter to get the right tool from the guy. And it was like the guy would have taken the part off, but Jacob saved like 20 bucks right, to get it so off himself. So he's like, I got to get it off myself. I'm going to save the $20. Took us like two hours. And then we went and had barbecue somewhere. But that was like I've been living here for like three weeks. That was like, yeah, you're not you're you're not country until you get up with a buddy at six in the morning, grab Bojangles and are out there till fucking two o'clock in the afternoon underneath a truck trying to get a little part off for his 87 Dodge. There you go. This one guy has he didn't even find he didn't even find him on Facebook. He just happened to know the guy through a guy and had his number like it's just welcome to the farm. Yeah, he doesn't believe in social media or anything. He's really country. I actually texted him the other day. Some transmission went out in my car. Uh. Two, three days ago. Anyways, two days ago. And uh, I, he was the first person I texted. Said, hey, who's your transmission guy? Yeah, yeah he's all, yeah. He's, he probably knew. He, every, he sent me somebody like five minutes later. Yeah, you're, yep. you're in the neighborhood. Everybody's got a guy, you know, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. But anyway, guys, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you follow Tyler, Tyler Chambers, uh, Tyler Chambers Music on Instagram. You want to find him on Twitter, you can find that too. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, all the stuff. Um, he's got music out right now. And he's got more music coming. Make sure you follow along with In The Round Podcast and all that. Now, without further ado, it's our good buddy Tyler Chambers with Dirt Road. Y'all have been listening to the In The Round Podcast. Take me back to when all we needed were ice cold cans and a good bag beating. Could still see the headlights bleeding through those pines. We spin a tire and sling a little gravel. No two lane up there in our travel. The world unravel right there in front of our eyes. Just what we did, man, we didn't know why There's something about the way that world slowed down We were running wide open We didn't know back then what we know now We'd probably still be rolling There was something about a clear view of a rear view full of dust Something about a hand-me-down old paint rust truck And the way that red clay washboard cleansed our souls We just love the way the dirt rolls It was waking up to last night's blue eyes Racing like hell trying to beat that sunrise Back to her mama's house but we still take the long way round There's something about the way that world slowed down And we were running wide open If we didn't know back then what we know now We'd probably still be rolling There was something about a clear view of a rear view full of dust Something about a hand-me-down old paint rusted truck And the way that red clay washboard cleansed our souls we just love the way the dirt road Yeah, we love the way the dirt road There's something about the way that world slowed down We were running wide open If we didn't know back then what we know now We'd probably still be rolling there
for something about a clear view of a rear view full of dust. Something about a hammer down old paint rusty truck. And the way that red clay washed for cleansed our souls. Yeah, the way that red clay washed for cleansed our souls. We just love the way the dirt rolls. Yeah, we love the way the dirt rolls.